All right, guys, before we kick this shit off, I have got to address something that is driving me nuts. The more of you guys I talk to and I look at the inner workings of how you communicate with prospects and clients, the inefficiencies are absolutely insane. You're dealing with some, you know, Google Sheets that are duct taped together with Zapier or just some really messy, inefficient, like a, a coach text messages from their cell phone and then you don't know what was said and emails are coming from different, like it is just a shit show. And listen, I understand. I was like it. I, I ran my business like that in the early days and then I got flex. My website and CRM management solution. These guys are able to go ahead and create a custom branded website that meets the needs of my story, what urban movement my company tells to the world. It's not some template that they rinse and repeat and give to every other gym so you have no identifiable digital you know, persona, and then it ties into your CRM. That way, if you ever need to create a landing page, boom, Flex does that too, by the way, right there, built in, no need for click funnels. All the leads that come in there go right in my CRM. Any leads that come in through text messaging go right in my CRM. It makes it so efficient and so easy. They even have recipes and workflow that you can create and install that exist on your CRM. So as new employees come in, you can show them this is exactly what our 30-day workflow looks like for a new client or this is our follow-up and reactivation campaign for prospects. It is the best tool that I have ever installed and I have it in both my businesses, Urban Movement and WTF Gym Talk. I cannot recommend enough for any of you guys who are looking to step up your site game, develop a quality client relationship management workflow, go to flex.co backslash WTF. That is flex, F-L-E-X-X.co backslash WTF. Schedule a demo with my boy, Joe. You guys know him. You know what a branding and marketing and client experience genius he is. He is my personal business coach in that world. I can't recommend it enough. Guys, Let's get into the podcast. What is up, guys? It is Stu. It is What the Fuck Gym Talk. And today is, uh, what is it, fucking Tuesday, June 4th. Had a vlog drop today on YouTube, and the title of it was Coaches Need to Be Creating Content. And when I went back and reviewed it, I was like, I, I wish I could have you know, put more context to it, but trying to keep these vlogs under you know, a certain amount of time and, you know, mixing in a bunch of different meetings or calls or, you know, whatever the fuck it may be. It just, it didn't allow for it. So I'm figured I'll make a podcast on it and extrapolate on this here. So here it is. I believe that your coaches, and this is for gym owners too. Gym owners need to listen to this because this is going to really, really pertain to you in a second. But I believe coaches need to be developing their own personal brand as a technician. Whatever your specialty is, if you have a specialty, if you're just kind of a general all-around kind of coach or nutrition guy or mobility or whatever the fuck it is you do. But simultaneously, if you're working for a business, you also would be well advised to be able to assist the business owner and be compensated for it in producing content that is gonna put the businesses, the gym, the company that's paying you as an employee put their brand on as well because when they succeed hypothetically and I can't speak for all unfortunately you succeed as well now this can become conflicting if you currently as a technician as a coach have a certain kind of creed a set of core values a training methodology you believe in truly and the business you work for doesn't embody that so for example let's say you were a personal trainer or a coach and you believed in the conjugate west style west side uh, style of training, right? You believe, you know, in Louis Simmons and all that kind of shit. 
but you worked at a gym that really pretty much did general physical preparation. And you know, in your spare time, you didn't take the classes at that gym. You were kind of doing your own West Side conjugate training. That is not a good pairing. I'm going to recommend you guys break up. And I know a lot of you are like, oh, fuck, that's me. Yeah, I know. But long, long story short, the breakup's going to happen anyway. You need to, if you're going to work for a business, you need to be able to completely align yourself with the core values. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't still enjoy other training methodologies and there's not things you differ on, but in order to develop your personal brand as a technician so that you have value beyond that job, because that job might leave you, not need you, move, relocate, shut down, whatever, you need to be developing your own personal brand, but it needs to be at least in the ballpark of the branding message that the business you work for also embodies. And if you're working for a guy or girl, whatever, and this is a business owner that doesn't know their core values, they don't have a fucking clue, I cannot recommend enough that you, you know, shoot them over one of my fucking videos on core values and core focus, tell them to book a call, whatever it may be, because they need this so that you can make sure you guys are on the same page. But you need to be making content, all right? So that part's out of the way. Make content, but make sure it's at least in the ballpark or supportive of the business that you work for, their brand message and their core values and core focus and their content. And then you should be assisting in creating dualities, right? Both content for both personal brand and their brand. And now you don't look like a hip, you know, a hypocrite because on the gym's brand, you say X and on your personal brand, you say Y. All right. So we got that out of the way. Number two, the amount of content you need to make, I believe like your, uh, your effort and energy and time and money should probably go one to two to furthering your education. One to two content to continuing education. Meaning if you're going to spend $1,000 a year in continuing education, you're going to put forth $500 a year in learning how to develop content. Right, and maybe it's in education, maybe it's in gear, which I'm not a big fan of. I'd rather you spend money in learning from somebody, interning, or you know, hiring a mentor that does specializes in marketing and storytelling and things of that nature. You know, in that ratio, two to one, continuing education to content education, and here's why: your value as a coach, a technician, I'm sorry, is limited. It's very small. Here's why. Right now, you are at a certain age in a certain position in your career, and right now there is somebody five, eight, maybe 12 years younger than you that is gonna come up and want your job, would kill for your job. They're gonna be younger, they're gonna have more energy, they're gonna have less life things coming up. You, as you age up into your 40s and 50s, are not, as I'm talking to the technicians here, the coaches, you're not you're going to have a harder time holding positions unless you've developed a brand name around yourself. Mike Bergner, who is an Olympic weightlifting coach and com- and can command an hourly training rate relative to that of a lawyer, has done so because he's built a brand name around himself as a coach. It doesn't matter who hires him or employs him. People are, are going there and fucking with the company secondary to Mike Bergner. And I don't think he's worked for anyone outside of CrossFit HQ for a while. And I think his daughter does that now. But Mike Bergner is an example of an 80-year-old guy, 75 I don't know how fucking old he is. He's old as shit. Who has been able to command a presence and stay a technician. 
James Fitzgerald is another guy who has built a business, and as James ages, he will still be able to get paid top dollar for writing individual design because he's built a brand name around himself. Now, I know these guys are outliers and you're sitting there like, I'm a nobody, nobody knows who I am. Trust me, nobody knew who the fuck those guys were at some point either, right? You need to be realizing that your ability to trade value, being I'm a coach and I have a level three and I've got a NASA certification, I've been doing this for 15 years, nobody gives a fuck. And I'm going to say that one more time, and I know you're like, "Eh, fuck this guy, turn me off, I don't care. Nobody gives a fuck that you've been doing this for 15 years and you have tons of certs. They don't. In the world you live in now, in the world that we're going to continue to live in, your ability to become a presence, a celebrity, a personal brand in the realm of the fitness methodology that you aspire to be a champion in is all that is going to matter. You look at what the soul cycles of the world are doing in the Orange Theories, they try to hire the celebrity talent and then convert them to instructors. They, there's better spin structures out there, but they don't. But these, they're people that have not developed the following. Who would you rather hire? Let me just put this in front of you, and I'm going to pitch this to the CrossFit gyms. Would you rather hire a coach who, you know, maybe he's really big into tech, and he started a podcast three years ago? And he does one video every two weeks on YouTube doing tech reviews. And he's amassed a bunch of followers. I'm not even going to put a number to it because that part's irrelevant. He's a micro-influencer. He has under under 100,000 followers. So he's a micro-influencer. But he has just got this one genre, this niche that he has developed a voice in. And now he starts coaching. And now his niche goes to all the different Garmin and Fitbits and heart rate monitors. Maybe he's going to review, you know, what the fuck's with Concept2 and why they haven't updated their technology in the past 15 years. Maybe he's going to be talking about the rise of, you know, things like Versa Climbers and HRV training, um, whatever it may be. He's going to talk about whoop bands. He's going to talk about this or that. And he's going to be like a technology voice content creator for your business. Would you rather have that guy and then teach them the squat and how to, you know, coach the pull up and you know how to properly row? Or would you rather have the coach that can do it, that knows how to coach all those things really, really well, but has no fucking voice, has no way to help, you know, create content that's gonna bring people in. No one is coming into your gyms because you have well accredited, certified uh, tr- acclaimed trainers. Nobody is. And if you think it is, DM me. Please DM me. I would love to have a discussion with you and, and verify whether that's real and really what it would just be is me dunsing you when I fucking show you that nobody gives a fuck in the pot in the in the the mass population of people you're trying to attract to your gym, none of them are coming in because of an accreditation or a certification. They're gonna come in because you have coaches who are making content. So coaches, let's wrap this up. You need to make content number one because you never know if this business is gonna be around. Number two, you need to make sure that you, your brand, your name is what carries you the rest of your fucking career. And I don't care how good of a coach you are and how many certs you have, if nobody knows, nobody knows. You need to be making content. I highly recommend getting the marketing and social media course at Micro Gym University so I can walk you through how to make photo, video, audio content, create your own podcast. This needs to be one of your largest two to one Continuing education, the content, because I still think you need to hone your craft, especially if you've, you're newer to the game. I'm not downplaying continuing ed. I'm even saying doing continuing education twice as much as your content education. But a lot of you guys aren't even two to one. You're two to zero. You're doing nothing. 
nothing content wise. Gym owners do not get butthurt and scared if these guys are making content. Now, if it's content that completely goes antagonist to your methodology, your beliefs, and your core values and focus, then yeah, you need to have a discussion with that individual. But you know that you've already fucked up because you didn't you know prereq this ahead of time. I don't even know how this flew under the radar. But do not be afraid that this guy's going to make content and develop a following and then leave you. It is not that easy. If it was that easy, everyone would just do it. You should be fucking blessed, feeling blessed as hell and lucky and grateful that you have someone on your team who is willing to step outside that box. Because it does. It takes a special individual. I mean, like, I'm going to say this in this podcast, and there's going to be thousands of people that listen to this, and I bet you six do it. Because only a certain kind of person can really put their balls out there and say, fuck it, I'm going to put my face out there and I'm going to say some things that I believe where people are going to disagree with me and, you know, you know, motherfuck me in the comments and talk shit and spew hate and all that stuff. And I don't care because I truly believe in what it is I know. And I know that creating content, not creating accurate content is because it's all so fucking subjective in the fitness industry is the biggest thing. So guys, that's my, you know, to extrapolate on the vlog that dropped today. You guys won't hear this today. This will be a couple days later. But anyway, hope you enjoyed it. Any coaches, technicians, if you're currently in a situation where someone's trying to stifle your voice as a content creator, shoot me a DM. I'd love to learn more about that situation. I really would. Guys, have a great fucking day.